Humans, humans, welcome to the Sydney Hollis Show. Early as you can hear this is Friday, July 21st. Now, if you hear a slight hum in the background, it's because it's a very, very hot, humid night here in New York. And oftentimes, for a sound, all right, I'll endure ungodly temperatures to have the air conditioner off. So I thought, let's try an episode with it on. We'll see if it's too distracting. And uh, we'll learn from it, one way or the other. So, humans, what are we going to talk about today? Well, you know we're checking in with the listener line. The listener line's been red hot lately, and today's no, no exception. And we're going to talk a little bit about that guy that was found floating in the ocean. My God. And I've got... I want to talk a little bit about the Apple Watch. Surprise, surprise. I want to talk a little bit about the Apple Watch. And... I want to talk about the phrase, and maybe some of you don't even know this phrase, but I think it was actually the title of an, of an album, and it may not be a phrase to many. It may just be a phrase to me. The phrase, please hammer, don't hurt them. Please hammer, don't hurt them. But humans, let's get started with this guy who was stuck at sea. I mean, just crazy. What a feel-good story. You know, we had a feel-bad story recently involving the great ocean. This is a feel-good story. And I don't even hear many people talking about it. Like Now, lately, my routine has been, for better or for worse, humans, little coffee, little Today Show. been giving myself about an hour, hour and ten minutes to get ready for work. Humans... I'm working a nine a nine to six these days, humans. I used to be a seven to three guy, which required me to wake up at like five fifteen, five thirty in the morning if I was sleeping in. <laughs> and you know, I, I just don't care who you are. It's really tough to get eight hours of sleep when you're waking up at five fifteen, five thirty, because it means you're going. You'd have to go to bed at nine fifteen, nine thirty. You just can't do it. I couldn't do it. So. I would just wake up with just enough time to get ready. And, and part of that, I was just always, you know, you're just out of it. You're groggy no matter what time of year it is. Or nearly no matter what time of year it is. It's almost always dark in the morning. And so I was always just cutting it close. Getting up, kind of just enough time to sort of eke my way through. And now that I'm working in a more reasonable hour, I'm getting proper rest. And I'm still getting up with some time to just enjoy the day. Now... Some days I haven't done the today, to the today Show. Some days I've just done some good old-fashioned stretching, some yoga. Some mornings even some exercise. You know, beyond yoga. Some some dumbbells. But lately I've been enjoying the Today Show. Some coffee. And just easing into the day. Enjoying a part of the day that I haven't enjoyed in a very long time on work days. And here... This is the only place I'm hearing about this. This Australian guy was found... At sea, with his dog. For you dog people, with his dog. Yes, it's heartwarming. The guy was lost at sea for like three months. He, you know, some storm knocked out his, uh, all of his electronic equipment. He was stuck at sea. Now, humans, I was going to say, how often in life do we get to use the verb marooned? But then I realized, oh, I guess you're marooned on an island, you know, like uh, like the guy in Castaway. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! He was later 
you know, rescued at sea on a raft. But I guess, I guess, you know, Tom Hanks' character in, in Castaway was actually marooned. This guy wasn't marooned. I was so excited to get to word, use the word marooned, too. And I still found a way to work it in. But hey, for all you dog folks out there, it was him and his dog. Him and his dog. They survived by eating raw fish and drinking rainwater. And uh, on his, like, you know, kind of, it was like a catamaran of some kind. They they kind of stayed below the canopy uh, to avoid the sun and survived and survived. And people say, hey, perhaps the companionship of his dog stopped him from going insane. So a human's a little something for the dog folks out there. A little heartwarming story after the tragedy that we had to deal with uh, very recently. And humans... <clears throat> Just a side note, we're going to get to my, my Apple Watch uh, musings here. But a thought of, I've, I've had recently is like, there's cameras everywhere now. And I know we talk about this. I know we talk about this. There's freaking cameras everywhere now. It's just like, where's the privacy, dude? Where is the pri- We just have to get used to it, you know? In my place of work, there's cameras everywhere. You're just... You just, it's just assumed you're always being recorded. Like every minute of the day, except in the bathroom. It's the only place you're not being recorded. I, I don't get it. I do not get it. And then, of course, we, humanity, we all have our smartphones. Of course, an integral part of this podcast contributing to it. Uh, and also, you know, being able to listen to it. But is there is there going to be... Is there a new... Is there a business out there where it's like, I can offer you privacy from devices? Sound recording. Video recording. I can offer you that. Or is this something we have to seek out? Do we have to become like a dead poet society? Do you have to have a group of friends that you're close with and you're like, hey, we're going to go camping. We're going to go camping. No devices. Not that you're even going to talk about anything that can't be recorded or do anything that can't be recorded, but just to what lengths must we go these days to just be able to literally live in the moment, have a moment that's just that moment that you can never rewind, that you can never have back. Where can we go be deliberate? Do we need to start like a friend club? You know, hey, this is, we're going to this, Park. I mean, parks have cameras now. We're going to this campground. We're going to this wilderness. And we're not going to bring devices. We're going to actually... Yeah, we're going to be some kind of a dead poet society. I mean, we're already that here at this podcast. Humans, when we break bread here at the hideaway, we're already sort of a little society. We're already finding a place to get together to express ourselves. But just a thought, humans. Just a thought. So the iPhone, (laughs) I was at a get together recently over the weekend and someone was showing off, excuse me, the iWatch, the Apple watch. And this person was showing off their Apple watch, just showing off the features, not showing off to be, uh, you know, look at me, but just kind of showing off the features to whomever wanted to see. And it was like buzzing around. It was like vibrating and stuff. And (laughs) it's just like. I didn't know the people very well. 
So I was like, excuse me, is uh, is that like a is that like a cock ring? Like I just pretend, pretended to not know what this thing was that was vibrating on the table that, you know, can attach to something that's round. I was like, excuse me, is that a cock ring? No, it's an Apple Watch. And I was like, oh, 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 my bad. And I think that that might be something fun to say to people. If you ever see someone demonstrating the vibrating, uh, you know, features of their Apple Watch, just ask them if it's a cock ring. <laughs> and humans, I still can't get over. This is, this is, this, this gets me here. These Apple Watches, how you can text on them and get all kinds of alerts and, and, and all sorts of, uh, you know, notifications. So you're, you're really, you know, you're subject to feeling it buzz and, and being taken out of the moment. Even if you don't check it, you feel it buzz on your wrist and you're, you're out of the moment. And I see so many TV personalities. Again, the Today Show is a part of my life. <sighs> it's hard to admit. <laughs> but, you know, one thing about being on camera as a former actor myself, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll grace the screen again, humans, who knows, is being present, is putting your phone on airplane mode, or maybe not even having it on your person at all when you're doing your scenes. Or when you're on camera. Similarly, you, you don't see news reporters like, you know, reaching for their phone. I mean, 1% of the time, if it's part of the story they're doing, I guess. But, you know, again, their phone may not be on airplane mode. They could be vibrating in their pocket, I guess. But when I see news personalities, and yes, I use that a little lightly because I'm talking about the Today Show, but... When I see news personalities with their Apple Watch on their wrist on television, I'm just like, what What message are you sending me? Like, they, okay, like you're doing your thing, you're doing your thing, but you're like, you're also getting buzzes that you're getting texts. Like, how present are you, are you with me, the home viewer? And they're also just distracting, I think. I, I'm distracted by them. I'm talking about them right now. I find Apple Watches on television personalities to be distracting. And humans, as you know, as much as I dislike social media and try to avoid it, I do get hooked once in a while. And it's embarrassing. But I was I was hooked recently. You know, sometimes I download it on my phone to promote the podcast. <laughs> or something like that. And then I've got it, and I'm like, well, I may as well scroll a little bit. Next thing you know, I've lost a lot of time in my life. But I came across this meme that was like, oh, everyone that has an Apple Watch on their wrist in photos right now is going to look like this. And it was like showing people that had, like, cell phone holsters. <laughs> And how much those suck. And while I don't know if that's actually going to come out to be true, it was a funny thought. Because I dislike seeing people with Apple Watches. On television, especially. I don't know. It just is like, okay, you're not that present. Or like, I mean, can't cameras pick up on like what text you've gotten or something? I, I don't have one. I don't want, you know. 
Aside from wanting to call them cock rings at parties. <laughs> I don't know too much about them, but... I mean, I know you can get and read text messages on them. It would be weird if you were like a news anchor and then you got some text about something going on at home. And somehow the camera picked it up. I would think. Apple Watch people sound off. Defend. Defend. The Today Show anchors. Anchors or anchor. Or say, hey, I don't do that. If I were on camera... I wouldn't do it. Like, do people get do people get married? You know, if you're a groom or a bride, or even a groomsman, honestly, or a bridesmaid, I I, I think I'd forgo it. Like, who wants to who wants to see your phone light up during the ceremony, or your your phone, your watch? I don't know. It's a weird look. It's a weird look. Let me know, humans. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. You know what to do. So, humans, let's jump over to the listener line. Uh, we have a familiar voice on the phone, although not always a familiar name. Today, <laughs> we've got Drew in Tampa. Sometimes it's Andy in Tampa. Sometimes it's Andrew in Tampa. Today, it's Drew in Tampa. Take it away, Drew. Sydney, hey, how are you? It's Drew from Tampa. It's 12.15 on Tuesday night. I'm tossing and turning. I just drove down to Boca del Rey, and I'm a stone's throw from the water, and I was listening to your latest episode coming over, and, you know, I got... I'm really kind of fired up. I can't sleep because of what I'm going to dub leash gate. And this rule at the hideaway that my dog has to be on a leash at 9.30 in the morning um, because I want to bring her to the beach with me. And what I wanted to just say is I'm a huge dog guy, too. I got a great Labrador retriever, loves going to the beach. We've got great beaches down here in Florida. Come on down, bring your dog. But at the same time, have you ever met somebody and you walked away and you said, great guy, awful dog? No. Because I got this old saying, Sydney, and it's, you show me a neurotic dog, I'm going to show you a neurotic owner. And what I mean by that is you can never blame the dog. It's always the owner. And when I'm at the hideaway and I'm at the dog park at the hideaway, even if you've got us on the other side of the overpass uh, at our own beach, um, all the dogs there are cool. Whenever I visit, whenever I feel those cool sea breezes, all the other dogs that are visiting along with me and my dog are just the chillest, most coolest dogs. So, you know, I just wanted to give my two cents again. I just kind of, I love having my dog at the beach and I, I can't go up to her at 930 and say, hey, we're shutting it down. Quick comment on those uh, throwing sticks. I am a barehanded guy also. I don't understand the throwing sticks. Um, you had me laughing about your uh, organized baseball career being short-lived and so long ago. But, you know, I like getting down when the dog drops the ball, and I act like I'm taking a hard slide in and, 
you know, I'm doing a little pirouette over a guy coming at me and I'm throwing that ball down to first base and my dog's going and getting it. So, you know, you can't do that with a stick. Uh, you know, you can't play second base for the Yankees with a throwing stick. All the best, Drew Han Tampa. God bless dogs. Well, there you have it, folks. There you have it. Uh, let's get to the throwing stick first. That's two of our dog-loving... <laughs> Let this organ die down some. That's two of our dog-loving humans that say, Hey, the throwing stick's not for me. I like to, you know, interact with my dog. I mean, I want to, I'm playing catch. Not only am I playing catch or fetch with my dog, which, whichever way you want to say it. Playing catch sounds kind of funnier. It's like, oh, we're pretending to be in a baseball game right now, you know? I'm that, I'm that second baseman. The guy's sliding in. I got to jump. I got to be ready. <clears throat> I admire that. I admire that. And humans, I'm the one that put in that baseball sound. I thought that'd be a lot of fun for us. I could almost, couldn't you almost like taste the peanuts when you heard that, that organ? I sure could. Um, but here's Drew, also known as Andy in Tampa. And he's like, listen, man, I just drove down to the beach. It's midnight. It's after midnight. I'm a stone's throw from the water. And Sid, you've got me up at night, man. You know, we all break bread at this place called the hideaway. And not only have you sequestered the dogs, I love the way you put it, on the other side of the overpass. <laughs> love a good beach town with like an overpass, you know, sort of um, that you, you know, that one of those overpasses you kind of get onto the barrier island with. Or even a pier sometimes kind of has that overpass feel when you're on the beach. <laughs> He's like, not only have you sequestered us to the other side of the overpass, but my dog has to be on leash at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> and this has got him up. This has got him up. This is... This is a member of the hideaway that's like, man, come on, you know, let me cut loose a little bit. I love having my dog at the beach. And interestingly enough, this is where reality meets the hideaway. Humans, I'm, I'm going back to the beach this weekend, as you as you probably guessed. And I'm going to go to the National Park, you know, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, New Jersey, Gateway National Park. And I was um, looking at the maps, because there's like six beaches on this barrier island. I really want to explore it, humans. So looking at the map, and uh, <laughs> like near the map section of their website, <laughs> it had a bunch of stuff about the rules, and I promise you this. <laughs> That's... <laughs> And I didn't even base my thing off of this, humans. Uh, dogs are allowed on the bay side this time of year, not the ocean side. And then um, when it got down to like what time of day and what time of year they're allowed to be on leash and off leash and uh, and uh, all that, all that jazz. 
It also very clearly stated that leashes can be no longer than six feet. (laughs) Which I just find funny in terms of our imaginations meeting reality. And like, you know, I don't like dogs. Some of it's some of it's just for the reaction. Some of it's for the truthfulness of it, I guess. But <laughs> the thought that like, oh, there's those like there's those like leashes that you know are retractable and they get really really long. And of course, you mostly see small dogs on this. But just the idea that I guess like there must have been there must have been. Some folks that were like, yeah, I'll have my dog on a fucking leash. And they probably a 30-foot leash or something. <laughs> like, it just makes me wonder what took place for the leash law to be like, not only is there leash laws these times and blah, 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 blah. But it has to be no longer than six feet in length. Like, something happened. Something happened. Uh, so anyway, humans, I, I find that interesting. Um, and who knew? Dog side's the bay side. <laughs> You'll catch me on the ocean side, humans. But that's, you know, I like the ocean anyway. So, we have something here to address. We have something here to address. Here's Andy in Tampa saying, listen, I'm literally up at night over this. I gotta have my freaking dog on a leash at 9.30 in the morning here at the hideaway? At Dog Beach on the other side of the overpass or, or possibly the other side of the pier? You know, however however we're visualizing humans. And so here's what I can offer. Here's what I can offer. You know, they say absolute power corrupts absolutely. And... While I'm steering this ship, you know, I do want to keep myself in check. Here's what I can offer. If there's enough support, if there's enough people that call in, that support some kind of a measure, then I'll hear it out. And I, this is, this is the measure. I will offer up that since you guys are on the other side of the overpass, the other side of the pier, the other side of some structure over there at Dog Beach, that we could arrange, well, you could arrange, but I would allow it, to put up like a mesh. To put up like a mesh, you know, between the pilings of either this pier or this overpass. You can stretch it along to create a fence. To keep Dog Beach separate from the rest of the hideaway. And then the dogs could run amok. But here's the thing. The mesh. I'm picturing kind of like when you go to a construction site. There's that kind of like stiff, vinyl-y, bright orange kind of a mesh. Or maybe you see it like a ski resort sometimes to kind of keep you from going into certain areas. I think something like that, but can't be bright orange. It has to be earth tones. It has to be earth tones. 
I, I guess we could go with like a, a net, you know, a net, something twice as tall as maybe a tennis net or something like that. Maybe that, maybe that would suffice, but it has to be earth tones. It can't be, it just can't, it just can't be bright orange or anything like that. So humans, if enough people call in, let's say, let's say the number seven. If enough people call into the listener line at sydneyhollishow.com, and of course the way you do that is you record into the voice memo recorder on your smartphone, and then you hit the share button, and then you email it to listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Uh, and that's Sydney with a Y, by the way. You you wouldn't believe how many people <laughs> that I like actively communicate with electronically where my name is like written on something that continue to like get my name with a Y uh, with an I excuse me and my name spelled with a Y to get it with an I so it's Sydney it's listener line at sydneyhollishow.com S-Y-D anyway I wonder how many we've missed over the years I wonder how many emails have bounced back for those type of people nevertheless humans if we get seven if we get seven calls in favor of the mesh under the overpass or under the pier at Dog Beach, except, you know, with the, the thing that separates Dog Beach from the rest of the hideaway, then I will allow the erection of said mesh. Seven calls. And I tell you what, since any complaint... That counts as call number one. So six more. We need six more, and the, the mesh will be approved. And the dogs can be off leash at Dog Beach. This is your chance, dog lovers. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe you can get that guy who was trapped in the sea in Australia. Maybe you can get him call in. I think he'd be in favor of letting dogs off the leash. I bet his dog was off leash. Maybe he had a little life jacket on or something. I bet his dog was off leash a while on that boat. Maybe. Uh, his name is Tim Shattuck. So maybe he'll call in. Maybe he'll be your sixth your sixth call. We need six. Andrew counts as one. I said seven. Andrew counts as one. It's only fair. Put up the mesh. We want the mesh. <laughs> and again, humans, it has to be earth-toned. It has to be earth-toned. You know, I like, you know, truthfully, truthfully, you know, I like regular nature. You know, when when I go explore this barrier island again this weekend, I'm going to try to find a nice, like, secluded, less crowded sort of nature-y spot. I'm hoping that exists there. And I sometimes, and I love a good beach town. Don't get me wrong, humans. I love a good beach town, but something kind of spooks me a little bit sometimes when these beach towns have these rules about uh, things being earth toned. Like I, I, you know, Savannah, Georgia, being so close to Hilton Head. I've only been to Hilton Head like twice. I guess because like if you just if the beach is closer, why would you go drive all the way over there? You know, like so close yet so far away. 
But the, the twice I've been there, it kind of freaks me out how, like, stuff has to be earth tone. So, like, the sign for a Wendy's, instead of being a typical Wendy's colors, is, like, earth tone. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. It's a little weird. But in this case, I'm all for it. That mesh, that mesh, if, if you guys even get it, if your fellow dog people come together, it, it has to be earth toned. <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it, humans. It's not, there's just nothing I can do about it. So, humans, I promised we would talk about the phrase, please hammer, don't hurt him. Please hammer, don't hurt him. Uh, it is the title of uh, MC Hammer's like most popular uh, album. That album featured You Can't Touch This. And... I don't know why that that like phrase is like stuck in my head, but it's been in my head for a few years now. And like, I kind of mutter it to myself sometimes like, Oh, please never don't hurt him. And maybe it's like, if I'm going to pass someone on my bike, like, you know, just do it gently. Please never don't hurt him <laughs> or something. But I realized lately humans, I've been saying it to myself. I want to be clear. This isn't a cat call. I've been saying it to myself when I pass by an especially attractive person. And I'm just like, for lack of a better word, I'm just like, damn. <laughs> like, damn. And again, this isn't a cat call. I'm, I'm muttering it to myself either inaudibly or inaudibly because it's just in my head, you know? But sometimes you see people that are so beautiful, it almost, it almost hurts. And I can only talk about this, you know, from the perspective of being uh, a male who's attracted to females. But I would imagine if you're a male attracted to other males, you see an especially attractive guy, you'd say the same thing. If you're a girl who's attracted to other girls, you see an especially attractive girl, you'd say the same thing. And if you're a girl who's attracted to guys, and you see an attractive guy, you would say... Something similar. And, of course, everywhere in between. You know, however you identify, whatever your position is versus the thing you're attracted to, you probably sometimes see someone or, or even something, I guess. I'm trying to be very inclusive here. Where you're just like, damn. Oh, my God. You know? You're... I'm just, this hurts. This hurts. <laughs> and I'm not trying to sound like a pig, because I'm not advocating catcalling. I don't catcall. I'm just saying, internally, we can all admit that there's beautiful people in the world. You know? I'll never forget those first few weeks of COVID, where it was really like, especially here in New York City, it was just, you're stuck inside, you're stuck inside, you're stuck inside. And people rolled out, people left town. And then even if, like, I was going to the park at least, and I was just sitting in the middle of the park in the middle of the day. And then, of course, I'd go do my little grocery shopping, and then, you know, you, you just did what you did at the time. And that was kind of it. And I just played a lot of guitar in my room and did some watercolors and things and then watched a lot of television, watched The Last Dance. And I went a very long time without seeing, like, other people. And of course, when COVID started here in New York, it was still a little chilly out. And then that summer, still summer of 2020, but when they started 
allowing the to-go drinks in New York, and they did. They started closing down a lot of the streets to give us more green space, quote unquote, here in New York. More space so we could go away and still be six foot away from each other, six feet away from each other. I saw human beings, like in mass, for the first time in like you know a month or something or two months or, I guess it was June. It would have been three months. Who knows? And I was like, oh my god. I forgot how beautiful people are in person. They're not just two-dimensional screens. There's a 3D person over there. So sometimes beauty of people can be very breathtaking. I mean, again, I'm no pig. People go to museums to look at sculptures of the human form. Artists that sculpt chisel they've got to think to themselves damn but something I've been saying to myself lately again in my head I'll see a beautiful person walk by or I'll bike by one or what have you and I'll just say to myself please hammer don't hurt him (laughs) instead of saying damn just (sighs) like my breath gets taken away please hammer don't hurt him (laughs) And I just want to share that with you guys. I don't know. Maybe that's something you say in your head. Or maybe you have something else you say in your head. Again, I'm not advocating catcalling. I don't catcall. I'm not saying we should start doing that. I'm saying just your own personal your own personal time when you just react. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. So, humans, I have two announcements. One. Next Friday, Friday the 28th, there will be no podcast. There will be no podcast. I'm taking a little vacation, humans. Taking a little vacation at the end of the week next week. And uh, that includes the night I usually record, Thursday. So there will be no podcast. I'm taking the week off. I'm giving you notice. It doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. We rarely miss an episode around here. Uh, so there will be no podcast on Friday, July 28th. You'll you'll wake up to the bleakness of not of not hearing me. But you know what I suggest is maybe swing by, you know, sydneyhollishow.com. Click around. There's a couple of vintage episodes up there, you know, maybe it's a rerun you haven't heard before. So there, there's still a way to interact with the show next Friday, or whenever it is you listen to the show. And secondly, humans, we're really we're the merch, the merch here is about to explode. Like I said, we've got some some Yeti 14 ounce mugs coming in, so those will be available for purchase, and you can lighthouse keeper a beer lighthouse keeper a drink and of course we have several members of the show that won them and don't worry if you're one of those people i will get in touch with you uh when the order gets here so that i can uh, mail them to you respectively but humans the koozies are on their way i promised you burlap koozies with a pocket who else does that we do so humans get excited about those and 
Who knows? Check. Check. Boy, that was a great voice crack. Check. SydneyHollishow.com. Some stuff might pop up there. But at the very least, I might, I might even, like I said, I'm taking an episode off next week. But I might even just push something out to say, hey, the koozies are here. It's time. So be ready, humans. Burlap koozies. Burlap outside. Neoprene inside with the pocket. Come, come on. Come on. Okay, humans. Peace and love. Peace and love. I will see you. In two weeks, unless I do a pop-in. Unless I do some kind of a koozie update pop-in. Be ready, humans. Have a great, great weekend. Uh, again, call in about your mesh. <laughs> peace and love, peace and love.